Uh, there's a couple of things before we get to the, the sermon sort of part uh, that I want to share with you guys. Um, last year, I heard that uh, we had all of our teachers and volunteers, and uh, they, they had a blessing and uh, sort of a, gave them a gift and that kind of stuff, and, and that's really cool. Uh, but we're not doing that this year. So I just want to know that I recognize it. Uh, we're going to celebrate them in June when they're released from their contract after their full one year. They don't get an early celebration until they finish their contract, you know. And so in June, we're going to have uh, just one full Sunday that just celebrates volunteers that will we'll honor them, we'll call them up, we'll pray for them, we'll, we'll uh, just thank them for that kind of service. Uh, but, but I do want to acknowledge that it's not that I'm forgetting or that I don't love you or that uh, we do love our volunteers. We're so thankful for every one of our kids' teachers, every one of the persons who volunteers to set up and run service and this kind of stuff. And we're so thankful for that. And we want to have an entire day that just celebrates you rather than have it part as like a Christmas, like an hors d'oeuvre for Christmas. We want an entire service that's just about our volunteers uh, because you're that important. And uh, lastly, I just want to thank you all for all your generous giving, especially as we close out this year. Uh, we're just so blessed to be in a position uh, to minister in God's name and to do some amazing stuff. And so thank you so much. Uh, that first video had words to it. It just somehow didn't work out. So it wasn't as lame as it looked. Uh, here's, we're going to watch a second video, the pre-sermon video. Here's this one. And pray to God it works. <laughs> some candy canes. So uh, our, the, uh, our ushers are going to bring you by a candy cane right now. Uh, candy cane is going to be sort of, we're going to work with that as our, uh, our example today. So there, uh, each one of you is uh, going to get one. Please don't eat your candy cane yet. I know it's tempting, kids. Oh, you got to hold on to it though. Right after service, as long as your parents say okay, then you can eat it. But uh, don't eat it. We're going to uh, hold on to it just for a minute. And so uh, here comes out some candy canes. Candy cane lane. Um, and so yeah, don't eat those. Uh, here they come, coming on here. The other day, like I'm sitting at home, right, uh, and uh, I think about Christmas a lot, especially because I have to give a sermon on Christmas. 
And you can't really deviate from, like, you've got to talk about Christmas and Jesus and the birth and that sort of stuff. And so for a pastor, sometimes it's hard because you've got to be, they, they want you to be creative, and it's got to be original, and it's got to be fresh, but it's got to be biblical, and it's got to move them in their soul, and it's got to be appropriate for our little ones, and our medium ones, and our teens got to like it, and then our older people have to like it as well. And so there's like, oh, all this kind of stuff that comes around Christmas that you have to like come up with this perfect message somehow. So I'm sitting there, uh, I'm sitting there in my, my room thinking about like Christmas and checking out my candy cane. And then, uh, you know, just sort of playing around. And I noticed, do you guys got your candy canes yet? You hold on to them with me. I noticed that it kind of looks like a sled, right? And so I was like, does yours look like a sled too? Yeah, mine kind of looks look like a sled. So I was like, that's kind of fun, but that has nothing to do with like Jesus and stuff, right? So, uh, so it, the candy cane couldn't have been built to be a sled, right? So I'm, I'm wondering about the candy cane. So I uh, turn it right side up as I'm thinking about it. And then I'm like, you know what? That really looks like, a, like those shepherd hooks that I see, right? That looks like a shepherd's staff. And I was like, kind of like the shepherds in the story of the birth of Jesus, right? And so I was thinking of this passage in Luke. It says, and there were shepherds. They were living in the fields nearby. This is about when Jesus was born. Keeping watch over their flocks at night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to those shepherds, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, don't be afraid. Like, I'm bringing you good news that's going to cause great joy for all people. Today in the town of, of David, a Savior has been born to you. Like, he's the Messiah. He's the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You're going to find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly then a heavenly host appeared with the angel praising God and, and that they, they were all singing glory to God in the heavens and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. And when the angels left uh, and gone to heaven, the shepherds, they say to each other, hey, we got a really good idea. Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that's happened, which the Lord just told us about. And so the shepherds, they hurried off and they found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was laying in the manger. And I'm like, wow, that's pretty cool, you know. And so I'm looking at this candy cane, and I'm like, yeah, that's pretty cool. It's like for the shepherds, you know. I'm still thinking about Christmas, and, and I realize, you know what, I, I think I have the whole thing upside down because Christmas is really about Jesus. And so when I turned it over, I'm like, dude, that's like a J for Jesus. Check it out. You got one too. And then mine makes a J. Yours makes a J. Isn't that really cool? And, I, and I'm looking about this, and I think of this passage because this also has to do with Christmas. It's recorded here in Luke. It says, and the angel says to, to her, Mary, he says, don't be afraid, Mary, because you've found favor with God. And behold, you're going to conceive in your womb, and you're going to bear a son, and you're going to call him Jesus. Now, so now my candy cane stands for J for Jesus, and the name of Jesus is really important. Because in Acts it says salvation is found in no one else. Because there's no other name given to mankind by which we could be saved. And so Jesus is really important. And the name of Jesus is important. And so I'm thinking about that at Christmas. And I'm like, dude, this is already a good sermon, you know? And I'm like wowed by this. And, and I notice I'm still looking at my candy cane trying to, like, what else do you have, God? And I noticed since, since it was talking about the name of Jesus provides salvation. I was looking at the candy cane and it's red and white. And I was thinking about the candy cane being red and white and Christmas we're celebrating Jesus coming to the earth so that he could forgive sins. And the Bible says this about Jesus and my sins. 
It says uh, that, that she, Mary, is going to give birth to a son. And here's the reason. He's going to get the name of Jesus. And the reason he's coming is to save his people from their sins. And so as I'm looking at this candy cane, I see the red and the white. And it really can't help but to remind me of my sin and then my righteousness that comes from Jesus. Isaiah says it like this. This is a, almost 700 years before Jesus even came. It says, though your sins were like scarlet, they're going to be white as snow. Though they're red as crimson, they're going to be white as wool. And so I'm looking at my candy cane like, it's all that. It's Jesus and the shepherds and red and white. And it's like tripping me out. It's so cool. I'm totally amazed by this Christmas coincidence. And then I start to get nervous. And I don't want to drop my candy cane. So I change up my grip. And then I'm like, ooh, that makes an L. I'm still thinking about Jesus, you know? So that's an L for, like, light, because Jesus is the light of the world, right? And so uh, John says this. This is John's birth narrative. It doesn't say about the manger and stuff. John tells us about Jesus before, like when he was having a bit, and then he comes here. In him, Jesus was life, and the life was the light of all mankind. See the L? The, thank you. The light shines in the darkness. I love you. <laughs> And the darkness has not overcome it. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. The Word became flesh and He made His dwelling among us. And we've seen His glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father full of grace and truth. And so, so I think of light and I think of Christmas, especially we go to Christmas lights. Anyone else go wander around and look at Christmas lights? We drive around. Our poor kids, we didn't put it on Instagram, but we made them dress up, dress up in elf costumes, and I put on a Santa shirt, and my wife had a Santa Claus shirt. I'll show you secretly on my phone. We got pictures, but we didn't post it publicly. Oh, it was so embarrassing for them, I know. And then we drive around, and we look at lights, and, and get hot chocolate, and uh, what's that? It was great. <laughs> yeah, it was great. <laughs> Andrew thinks it was great. <laughs> And so we love lights. So lights always remind us of Christmas. And so as I'm thinking about Jesus being the light of the world, uh, the candy canes about Jesus. Look, at Christmas time, everything's about Jesus. Look at your tree, and you think, of Jesus died on the tree, or not this tree, but, you know, uh, it's evergreen so that because Jesus gives everlasting life. And so I start to think about everything in Christmas is about Jesus. My candy cane, whether it's an L or a J or a, a shepherd's staff or whether it's red and white, like everything ends up being about Jesus. So just when I think I got all, everything figured out, uh, I'm looking at my candy cane and I flip it back up and I, and I think I was right with shepherd. I think shepherd was the right thing. And, and here's why. Matthew records this about Jesus. It says, but you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, you're, you're by no means the least among the rulers of, of, of Judea. For out of you is going to come a ruler who's going to shepherd my people, Israel. And I'm reminded in John, when John talks about Jesus, he says this about Jesus. Uh, Jesus says this about himself, I mean. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep, and my sheep, sheep know me. Just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I'm going to lay my, down my life for the sheep. So I'm thinking about Christmas and Jesus knowing that he's going to come be our shepherd, even when he's a baby. Something like this is pretty crazy, so I'm still thinking about it. Flip it back over because I'm in this Jesus mode, right? And I'm like, that looks like a fish hook. What am I reminded of? Not only are we supposed to celebrate Christmas and remember Jesus, he tells us to go be fishers of men, right? So Jesus says this to his followers. Follow me, and I'm going to make you fishers of men. So I got a fish hook, too. I mean, this is like a really versatile candy cane. I think I have the greatest candy cane ever. Do you guys have that same kind? Of, yours does this and this and hook and J's and, 
you know, if you flip it backwards, it's J, and then, ooh, boom, now it's a hook. Like, pretty crazy, right? I have, like, this magnificent... It's like those uh, Leathermans that we give when we don't know what else to give as a gift, right? <laughs> and so I'm thinking about, now that we know about this, we've got to share Jesus with people. Christmas is about enjoying Jesus, remembering that he came here to love and die for us, and then sharing that with other folks. So all this makes me hungry. So I'm sitting here, not, not this one. I'm sitting there at my desk, and it all makes me hungry. So I eat my candy cane, right? And it's like really sweet. And it kind of reminds me of this verse. I'm like, how sweet are your words to my taste, God? Sweeter than honey on my mouth. Then my candy cane's gone, though. But even though I can't see it, I know it's in my stomach. It's still sort of rumbling, right? Just like Jesus, even though I can't see him, I know that he's in my heart. So this Christmas, no matter what you're looking at, whether it's a candy cane or whether it's lights or trees or, or even looking at the face of your family members, make sure that Jesus is in all of it. Because that's the whole reason of this. I'm glad Christmas is global so that everybody gets the opportunity. They, they, they know about Christmas. We just got to tell them why. We just got to tell them, hey, this is really about Jesus and share that with those that are around us. Because Christmas really is a celebration of Jesus coming into this world to save us. That's the only reason he, he didn't come here to enjoy the sights. He wasn't sightseeing. This wasn't a tour. He came because he loves us and he came to die for our sins. He loves you very much. So Merry Christmas, and we're going to pray together. Father, we just want to celebrate you. This is Christmas. We love you, God. We think that you are amazing. God, we want this to be a joyful time. This is a time when you came to come get us, and we can't be more thankful. We're so blessed. From our youngest ones who can understand these words, I know in their hearts they say thank you. To those of us who have walked with you for many years, we say thank you. And, and together as a group, we want to celebrate you. We want to remember that Christmas is about you. And it's okay to have a ton of fun. It's okay to play with Santa and be silly with reindeers. And it's okay for all those things because you want us to have a great time and celebrate you. But we want to bring you into all of it. And so as we uh, close here in, in a couple of songs and, and worship to God, and I, I pray that he would give you great joy. May God move you towards him and bless you today as we celebrate Christmas together.